Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time, or in this case, two movies at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Campo. And I'm Aaron. Two movie coverage. Movie this week was Unshin, Unshe Andalu. I don't pronounce the last letter. Unshe Andalu. Why is that in French? If it's in, maybe it's in Spanish. Am I totally Unsh- wrong? Shandu? Wow. Maybe Anyways, should, from uh, 1929. Maybe we should Google search the um, correct pronunciation. We were seeing at least two languages being represented on the version we saw. Yeah. Well, I've heard it pronounced that specific way. Of course, my reference comes from the critic, so I could be wrong. Is that the 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 animated show? Yes, the critic. Okay, that one. Yeah, and the one that I want you to watch with me. I've seen it. You haven't seen, seen all of it though. Well, I like the I episode where they they go to Mexico. That's a great one. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, Cuba. You mean? Yeah, Cuba. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, the embargo. You know, How dare you? Yeah. South of the border. But uh, they, uh, no. uh, 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 anyways, this isn't the geography podcast. This is about the movie. Directed by Luis Bunuel and uh, heavily, uh, heavily influenced by Salvador Dali. This movie was 17 minutes long, but now I understand why you said we could probably cover this for an entire podcast because there was a lot of stuff going on in this Sarah yeah I mean I am not an expert on this movie by any means in fact I don't know that much about it but I just I feel like it made an impression on me and I think it's made an impression on a lot of people in one way or another mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think I either heard about it or saw it when I was in this wasn't my pick, by the way. This was the randomizer. Yeah, the randomizer did it. I know it wasn't your pick, but you you were excited about it, weren't you? Yeah, I was excited that the randomizer gave us something like more thought provoking. I'm not going to say that, but more a different flavor than yeah. what we usually <laughs> get from the randomizer. Something in the realm of stalker, without nearly as uh, hard to penetrate. Oh, not not that kind of penetrate. Mentally penetrate. I don't know what Sarah's saying. You know, a little less like, uh, you know, Death Machine. (laughs) Quincy's Quest. A little bit less like... Excuse me? Yeah. A little like... (laughs) It goes Stalker, Lushen Andalou, Quincy's Quest in the level of art movies we've seen. (laughs) Maybe hardware before Quincy's Quest. You did leave Death Machine out of the art list, but that's uh, all right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if we're only going to talk about it... For a little bit, I think I just want to say that I, like, associate this with some really good memories for me. I associate it with my photography classes in college, which is probably where I first heard about it. And I associate it with going to the Tate Modern for the first time in London with my best friend Sophie, who lives in the UK, because it was in their Surrealist exhibit. And I think that's probably... Yeah, that's probably the first time I saw it. And it reminds me of all of those things I find really inspiring about surrealism, like Man Ray and just kind of how things can seem like a nightmare or a dream in art. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely an interesting portrayal of dream uh, uh, through art. Yeah, yeah. First time I saw this movie was, I I think I was in preschool. I remember being freaked out 
Oh my god, yeah. Oh, this is, I not. didn't understand what was going on. And I think for the longest time it haunted me, the idea of things, like, I thought, I don't know if I took it in correctly, because I, from what I remember is that there's a scene where there's a hand and a bunch of ants on it, but for some reason my mind built it like the ants were just eating and living inside of the palm of his hand. And just doing all this, and I remember freaking out about that. Yeah, I think that was Scar Kid. That's not really... I mean, it's... (laughs) I don't know. Do you feel like it's affected your art in any way? That that you saw some stuff when you were younger, or... Oh, that was the least of, like... Really? (laughs) Stuff I've seen as a kid. My dad did not censor anything, so that's... That's the least really but, crazy. But I think just the fact on how it's filmed is the thing that's kind of haunting because there is very still intensity of it. Yeah. I watched a documentary now. I don't know if I got this completely right, but it was said that the person who made this movie was tired of people um, overanalyzing a lot of the movies. So this movie was made kind of a, let's see what people say, <laughs> what they come up with with this one. But uh, I don't know if that's exactly true. That's just what I've heard. So it's like the, what, what, what song was that the Beatles did? Glass Onion? Oh, Egg yeah. Man? I like that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Or just let's see what people come up with if I just go all out. <laughs> There's definitely some shocking parts in this movie, though. What? What? Shocking. You want to describe what happens, Aaron? Okay. Things, synopsis. I mean, you can't really uh, synopsize I cannot, I'm not the going, movie. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not synopsizing. Mean, I, will, I will explain what shocked me the most, though. Yeah. I found the most shocking scene in this movie for me was definitely uh, just right in the beginning. There's a guy just sharpening his, uh, you know, looks like he's going to maybe do, maybe get a nice close shave there. You know, he's getting his uh, shaving kit all together and then just grabs his lady in the face and then, like, stretches her, you know, her... Yeah, but she's or, totally chill about it. Oh well, yeah, oh yeah. No, she's not fighting back. <laughs> she's into it. But yeah, yeah. You know, she stretches. She stretches her eye, her eyelids and just slices her eyeball open, and that's like, hello. And all the goo comes out. Well, welcome to this movie. You know, like right there in the beginning, and uh, uh, yeah. I wonder if I blocked that out because I remember seeing seeing it to beginning to end as a kid. I don't remember that part, but the, it was the cool. ants and the hand thing, I vividly remember. It was a cool effect, though. I would block it out. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you block out an image like that? You yeah. know what? I didn't eat grapes for a long time. <laughs> that might be the reason. I remember someone telling me when I first heard about it that, you know, they slice an eye in this movie. And that is that image is just, um, even the word slice an eyeball is like so like poetic and obscure and like dark and like it conjures all these things like it it's almost like a involuntary like phantom pain you feel for whomever this is like they're talking about <laughs> but um i remember the person telling me it don't worry it's not a person's eye it's a cow's eye it makes yeah. it so and much I'm, better like, I don't want to see a cow's eye cut open. Like, that's not okay with me either. Well, I don't want to see that. Don't think I'm weird, but when we just watched it, it kind of made me hungry a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Remember Gushers? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's what I thought. The snack with, with, that you bite yeah. into and it gushes but, I mean, out artificial flavor. I grew mouth. up where I saw my dad. He cool. ate eyes, so that wasn't really that big of a thing for me. Yeah, Gross. My, my father, yeah. too. Yeah, he eyes. I didn't really... But, but the slicing is a little different. There's one thing, seeing someone just poke the eye with a toothpick and eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's a person's eyeball. And, like, when they... <laughs> They, they, he, he takes the razor up to it, it cuts away to the moon, and the cloud cutting across the moon. No. And then we cut back, and there he is. He has sliced. He, the, the eyeball has already been sliced. There's juice coming out of it, and it is a. Mm. They do a really good job of making it look like that lady's face, but you know. yeah. But that's. I mean, that is like the first minute of the movie. Yeah, for me, most shocking <laughs> it moment. It stays though. with you, though. I feel yeah. like you're sitting there ob- observing the rest of the movie, thinking. That eyeball was cut open, like, yeah. in the back of your mind still. And then it cuts to a man dressed as a nun riding a bike. I thought it was, like, a nursing. I I thought it was a nun, and it made me think of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Because <laughs> remember, he dresses as the a nun to, oh, to get yeah, his bike yeah. back. He dresses like a flying nun, yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I'm going to start a paper route right now. 
thought it was. It sounds like Kermit the Frog. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. How's it go? It just has a bunch of random imagery. <laughs> there's nothing. There's no way to. Yeah, there's a bunch of random imagery. There's, I guess, two main characters as a woman and uh, a guy. And there's a lot of shots to make it seem like it's a bunch of guys, but it's the same guys know. fighting with each yeah. other. There's a whole thing of where it's kind of like one is, I guess, more dastardly while the other one's nicer and it seems like a battle between those two things. There's yeah. corpses in it and pianos and <laughs> clergy. Uh, huh? Clergy, oh yeah, and um, armpit hair, lots of ants, yeah, more, hands. More than one time armpit hair is referenced. I don't... Hmm. <laughs> Actually, Man Ray had a lot of photographs of women with armpit hair too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I oh, think I don't. I don't know if they were if they were addressing something by doing that, or if they were just like, let's look at armpits. I think it's pretty I heavily think- implied that <laughs> maybe, maybe there was some criticism, so he was like, he was just like, screw you guys, you're getting armpit hair in my movie. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> I don't know when it became unacceptable for women to have armpit hair, but I don't know if if it was like not okay, if it was like, a no-no to have that filmed or something. Uh, yeah, it was okay. just the emphasis. It was the emphasis was there, though. You know, yeah. like it was really implied in this movie. So, yeah, but everything. Someone felt really strong. Around. Someone felt very strongly about women's armpit hair. Yeah, they, and then there were like it looked like urchins or something oh, were yeah. being like compared to the armpit hair. Well, I think just the whole female body was being addressed in this. Like it had, yeah, like some nudity of the woman and showing, like comparing. Like, there's one where he grabs her breast, and then it just has this vision of what she looks like naked, and he's imagining it, and it's really creepy on how he's just, just really into it. it. Reminded me of a Japanese anime or something like that. It's just like, he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling these boobs. Oh, that's what they would look like if they were naked. Oh, but what would her butt it look like? Oh, like, like? It was kind of anime-like. It was kind of anime-like. That's an interesting yeah. comparison, Joel. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That poor lady was put upon several times in this movie. <laughs> I feel like if you wrote it all down, like, instead of actually seeing it, mm. that it could be like a dream. Like, I could have had a dream like that. Yeah. But it yeah. wouldn't have looked like that. It wouldn't have felt like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm having a dream, something crazy happens. Like, there's a corpse, and it's not scary at all. Yeah. But it doesn't always look like a corpse. I just know it's a corpse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I if I were, the, like, to pick the person I was in the dream, I probably would be the girl. Because, mm. like, you see, you know, you see the guy fall on the bike in the beginning. You see the guy with the ants in his hands. You know, you're getting assaulted and pursued. And you you want to close the door, but you can't because the arm's in the way. All the all this like dream like imagery is happening to her mostly. I kind of like how it's it is what you're saying. All this um, things going on, but it's really actually very simple film. Like mm-hmm. as far as it's not like there's so much stuff being crammed in your face. It's just simple like straightforward imagery. Like there's a dude with the ants coming out of his hands. <laughs> like, there is no yeah. warp to anything of his hands other than just the ants. When you see the lady's armpit, it's not an embellishment of armpit hair. It just looks like no, yeah. Yeah. armpit hair. So, just simple things like that I think really give it something it, instead yeah, it of making it embellished. It, it, and, it, it's, yeah. a lot, it's a lot of daily things that, that one would experience. Just kind of I arranged it, oddly. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lady oh. on the street poking a hand. I do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It cow Everyone's cow inside of a piano. Mm-hmm. Getting hit by a car. Yeah. Getting shot by your doppelganger and ending up in the middle of a field. Yeah. That stuff happens all the time. Every day. Yeah. Just not in that order, Joel. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's what makes it interesting. Not in that order. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. I think we should all take a nice beach vacation. Uh, probably around springtime. Aww. <laughs> And uh, hopefully we'll be okay, buried up to our necks. Is there anything uh, else you want to talk to say about this movie? <laughs> mm, I mean, we've kind of just kind of scratched the, the Pixies server. debaser. What's that? Tell me. It's a song by the Pixies that goes, "Got me a movie. I want you to know. Slicing up eyeballs. I want you to know." 
That girl is so groovy. I want you, you to know. know. Don't know about you, but I am moon shine Andalusia. I am moon. Anyway, it's a good song. Good song. <laughs> I, I never see. heard of that. <laughs> to be a debaser. Yeah, it's um, obviously there are a lot of pop culture things that I think were influenced. Oh yeah, totally by this, and I think I don't know if I actually like like this movie. Like the mm. way I like some other art, yeah. yeah. But I think it was important that it was there because it led to all kinds of other art. Yeah. From yeah, there. inspired a bunch of things. Yeah, the possibility of what could be put to film. Yeah, this movie definitely ma- makes you realize that there's there's more that can be done than mm-hmm. just your your simple Mickey Mouse. We're riding on a steamboat. Did yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've hey had man, many that's, dreams. That's a complicated animation there. <laughs> many dreams when I was on a steamboat and then Pete tried to take over. You know, yeah. it's, it just happens all the time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, this this movie led to all kinds of things. You know, it's it's that dreamlike logic inspired people like uh, uh, Aronofsky and uh, David Lynch and uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Woo! Thank you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Joel. I just know like one movie by that guy. M. Night? Shyamalan. Is it that happening? Oh, God, I forgot about that. Hey. What about the no. devil? No. Oh, yeah, well, devil What I Vader. think about is a little clicky guy. I thought it was on our roof, Aaron. The, what was it? Sign. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yes. It was just raccoons. It was an alien. Oh, wow. But I thought it was for a while. In conclusion, Unshen Andalou is a movie we watched, <laughs> yeah. and we're out of our depths again, but we tried our best this, to... I'm sure that people could talk about this for a very long time. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to... If somebody wants to send in an email with, like, uh, something that you think we, we need to talk about or something that you find interesting about, we'd love to read it on, you know, the podcast. That would be great. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, I think. Well, yes. Just one more point. Okay. Yeah. What, uh, what else? I, I, you know, I, I'm interested in seeing what you guys think. But I really enjoyed the music in this movie as well. Just a little, little, little ditty there. I don't know. Yeah. If yeah. Music was intended. Yeah, it's not. Oh, I, I don't know if it was a silent movie, but the music that we we watched on the U the YouTube version was good. Yeah, it fit in. I liked it. Just saying. We could redo it with different music, you know, like uh, some Hammer. You know, Ice. Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, some Life of Pablo. Yeah. It's a good one. Some That's Lemonade. Good one. Awesome Lemonade, yeah. yeah. Fit in with the Lemonade. Yeah. Real good. Add that to the show notes. For our brand. Put, put like, dubstep over it. <laughs> Get that a li- Oh, you know what music would work the best? Huh. The music from Hawk the Slayer. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna watch the next movie now, uh, The Running Man, and we'll probably have reasonable things to say about that. But I don't know; that's a pretty arty movie too. I make so, no yeah. promises. So stay tuned for the next movie. Thank you. Bye. 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 Don't go away. Bye. Aloha. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our little musical interlude. Now we're going to talk about a completely different side of the movies we cover. This is The Running Man from 1987, directed by Paul Michael Glasser, written by Stephen E. D'Souza and Richard Bachman. That's a mysterious name. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Ben Richards, Maria Conchita Alonso as Amber, 
Yafet Koto as Laughlin, Marvin J. McIntyre as Weiss, and Richard Dawson as Damon Killian. You got a whole bunch of famous people that I could just I could just make a huge list here. So I'm just gonna rattle these names off real quick. Jim Brown, Jesse Ventura, Erlen Van Lith, Gus Rethwish, Professor Toru Tanaka. So he wasn't just Professor Sub Zero, he was actually he he's actually a professor. That's apparently. pretty awesome. And then two of the rebels were played by Mick Fleetwood and Dweezil Zappa. That's cool. So this is a this is a pretty great art film, right? <laughs> I felt I felt this is a pretty The you know. costumes were magnifique. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I god. I cried when I saw it. it was so beautiful. I have like whiplash from the 180 we just did. Yeah. You have whiplash for the amount of times you just looked at me like, what did you do? <laughs> it was the randomizer. Yeah. The randomizer picked it. Yeah. I, it was great. I like the I like the clothing in it a lot. I like it a lot. It's very very classy. Arnold Schwarzenegger had, like, just this bandolero full of one-liners in this movie that just knew no end. Everything had a one-liner. Not just a one-liner. They had to be said in, like, like it tasted horrible once he said it. Like, imagine if you knew somebody that, like, the only thing they could say in any situation was, like, a one-liner. Like... Oh, Aaron does. It's me. <laughs> do that all the time. It's just like dad puns, except for somebody was trying to be really creative. Like, because those one-liners, most of them didn't hit. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Most of them were like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you trying to impress? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> Sub Zero now just plain zero. What? Does it even mean? What happened to Buzzsaw? You just take the negative one? He had to split. Yeah, yeah, technically the zero went up because sub-zero was below zero. Yeah, so, so it's like it, you take the negative minus sign right. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking even temperature here. <laughs> Buzzsaw had to split, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So, uh... Flamethrower was a hothead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Didn't have that many quips for that guy. Didn't have enough time. He was too busy trying not to catch on fire. No. So, uh, Sarah, synopsize this movie. <laughs> you want me to? Yeah. You want me to? I okay. think you, you guys pass it back and forth. Okay. I was going to say, the, but the base of the story is, okay, I guess there's this game show. And what they do is, for entertainment, they take people that supposedly done crimes... And uh, they filmed them basically like, was it Gladiator around? (laughs) And they put them down this hole into a maze of crap. (laughs) (laughs) They flush you down a toilet. It's like they just flush you down in the, I guess, L.A. subway (laughs) station is what it looks like. And they just throw people down that are... Trained with really ridiculous things to try and kill kill you. If you survive, supposedly, I guess you go on some vacation or you're completely, like, your slate so, is clean. Those which, old ladies were just so happy. They were so happy. They were like, buzzsaw! Like, this is their mm-hmm. cherished, beloved... Like, Fireball! Fireball is my favorite! I, I love my men big and cuddly. Sub-Zero! <laughs> There's like, okay, there's certain <laughs> gladiators that the audience gets to pick to try and pluck off these criminals. And they all have really unimaginative <laughs> names, like Buzzsaw because he has a chainsaw, and like Firethrower because he has a flamethrower. What was the electric guy's code name? Oh man, I've actually completely blanked yeah, on that. Yeah, that one, he had a really cool electric mohawk. He's a, he's he was like a light bright. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> an operatic light bright. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, and his go kart. I loved his go kart. It looked like. There. <laughs> he had little light bright pegs all over him. His out of all the costumes, I think his was the. <laughs> it's like they said. There's going to be a very heavy set man wearing this costume. Make it look stupid. <laughs> I love dynamo. It's like a dynamo dunce. Dynamo. At some point, n- niche the pants. 
So this movie is based in the future of twenty seventeen. Far future. Far future of twenty seventeen. Donald I, Trump's America. I, I, I feel that I totally would have been a Dynamo fan <laughs> if I had been watching this show. I think I would have dug Sub Zero the most. Sub Zero been your favorite? Yeah. yeah. He was a cuddly one, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. He did have a sweet face. Just wanted to give him a real squeeze with the some uh, barbed wire or yeah. something like that. Mm? No. Okay. No, but <laughs> you you like Sub Zero because they rang that gong. <laughs> they yeah, and then he cut the gong in half. <laughs> That's what he thinks of gongs. There's <laughs> <laughs> a tinfoil gong. Why is it that he was the only one that had like some weird theme to it? Like Sub Zero comes out, he's this really large Asian guy, and for some reason there's all these women kimonos coming around and doing gongs, and he cuts it in half. Maybe they decided to do that instead of the usual jazzercise dance moves oh, beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that 80s big hair and the tiny <laughs> leotard numbers where they just kind of dramatically throw Amazing. their bodies. <laughs> Amazing. It's my favorite. If you count the Captain yeah. Freedom workout videos as other dance scenes, they were about... What, 10? 15? 10, 15? Wow. I mean, yeah. I yeah. felt like we were being brainwashed by them. Totally. <laughs> I was mesmerized. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had one of those moments when we were watching these dancers where <laughs> I literally, like, said out loud that I was embarrassed, like, to yeah. be a human being. I, what? I, it's I like. Wrote, <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> you said, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I want to do that. I want to get all the outfits. I want to have a remade. And when I go to the gym, I'm going to work out and I'm, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm even going to buy a Walkman. It's going to be great. Nice. Rocking it retro. I'm going to rock it so retro. I'm going to talk to people like the cure just happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cure? No way, man. We got to get some more. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Hair metal? Not really. I mean, what oh is it? Gosh, this music. Ballads. And the music in there was crap. I like the score. I like the, the yeah. The score was score. awesome. The score sounded like that. Po- the Pointer Sisters jump for your love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's all one keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was very John Carpenter that way. I mean, beautiful, but it's yeah, beautiful. A bit more so orchestral. Like, it's everything I ever wanted. Mm. Most of the movie is just keyboard and all sorts of going like ah, ah like the whole thing. That's the soundtrack. I want to now, <laughs> so, now. I want to do a keyboard while he's doing. Let's talk about let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger's character a little bit here. Oh, Ben oh, Richards. Yeah, oh. yeah, Ben Richards. What, what, what sort of guy is Ben Richards? He's like uh, he's very deadpan. <laughs> he's modest, but he's a hero. He is he's a hero. All American hero. That's right. He can fly helicopters, as seen the first scene in this movie. Part of the police he force. was practically yeah. every GI Joe you ever saw. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did a real good job flying that helicopter, uh, and then and then he found out that there was like a kill order that the people of Bakersfield needed to die, and he was I not. Agree. On, he was not on board. Oh man! Oh man! All of and our he, Bakersfield listeners have just rebelled. Yep, they all deleted our podcast. Un- unfortunately, there's nowhere to go from Bakersfield. So. <laughs> My mom has called Bakersfield the armpit. Of the world, <laughs> they have a Sonics. Yeah, they like uh, they put all that cheap housing up there, so a bunch of like people we know have like yeah. moved up there yeah. within our lifetime. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a house out there, and you know they work out in the the oil derricks or, or something like that. And I'm sure there's tech startups out there, but yeah, for the longest time it was like. Uh, when my parents would drive us out to Vegas, you know, for a vacation or something like that, we'd drive through Bakersfield and it's like, yeah, it's just like one giant super sweaty truck truck stop. We should yeah. show. I'm sure it's different now. In the show notes, we should show a picture of uh, of scenic uh, Bakersfield. Oh, scenic Bakersfield. Like yeah. My sister and I just dropped our job when uh, we were driving along the scenic park that people jog at there. The, the <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh but my I gosh! Like it. You got it. You got to see it. There's this park there. I I think what happened was they had this wasteland of like oil oil derricks just everywhere, uh-huh. like as far as the eye could see. I thought 
there weren't places like that on this planet, but there are. And they just decided to make it an attraction. So they built a little park, and it's where you can go for a run now next to the... Oh, the Derricks? Yeah. Wow. What does it look like? It's just... Ugly. <laughs> it, was, it looks shocking. All right, lay off of Bakersfield. It's, it's, it's not needles. Come on. A- any of our listeners who live in Bakersfield, I'm, I'm sure you're doing great. And don't don't worry. I'm I'm fairly certain that a helicopter next year will not fly over your residence and murder you. (laughs) I I have friends that live in Bakersfield, (laughs) and I'm not trying. I most of my friends who have lived there have talked bad about it themselves. Yeah, they're like, I know, I'd rather live by the beach. I'd rather live here, but it's inexpensive. Yeah, it's the middle of the desert. It's got to be you know, cost a little. Yeah, it's so flat. But I remember I used to drive with my friend just to have Sonics. We go. All the way over there. And, oh my god, the ice season, the slushies are so worth it. Yeah. I think that's why they moved there. Really? <laughs> yeah, because we'd always used to get the commercials on hot days for, like, slushies and cream slushes and all mm-hmm. their drinks. Yeah, we still get those And we don't have it, so you just be like, oh, such a tease. <laughs> so, but but Ben Richards, you know, he's, uh, he's an all-American, you know. Class act guy. He just got on the wrong side by trying to do the right thing, and he was shut down by the man. He's a hero, but he would never say that about himself. <laughs> That's right. He, uh, he got in a little tussle in a helicopter. He had a yeah, but when you think about it, okay, so he got in a big old tussle in the helicopter, <laughs> but it was like so sharp and just random. I was like, he could have handled that. He's <laughs> like, the civilians there, no. And some guy's like, hey, you know, maybe I should take one. And he just, like, freaking just took his hand and just pie-faced the other guy and starts wailing around. Like, you know when you, you're you on a road trip with your family and you say something and your dad reaches around to get you? That's what he did. But, like, <laughs> he left the, like, controllers and, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, didn't care. Those guys were ready. Yeah. Oh, my God. He could have handled it so much better. Hanging but. out of the thing. Yeah. You weren't in the room, but the p- first, you know, he's not going to hurt innocent civilians. Then when they when they put when he escapes from the prison camp or whatever, mm-hmm. where he just carries around steel beams all day. Yeah, I was in the room. Um, <laughs> no, they get they get it's him. Just it's just, he's it's, got a beard. For That's the running for the running man game. Right. And they put him in a room and they go Oh, that part. We've got your friend, the school teacher, and the guy who helped you out in the infirmary or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have Mother Teresa, <laughs> but they had <laughs> all the good-hearted people that they could think of oh, yeah, yeah. that he was willing to stand up and fight for. Yeah. Which, which one of them was a school teacher? <laughs> the guy with the glasses, right? Yeah. Oh, he's the oh, one. I thought he was a hacker. I yeah. thought he was the one from the prison camp. I thought the other guy was the teacher. Oh, no, I don't Koto, know. They were maybe both I'm, at the maybe I'm misinformed. Camp. Oh, okay. Because because Yafet Koto's character at the in order to start the riot so they can escape, they get into a fake fight. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I misinterpreted that. Sorry. Yeah. What? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. good. What I guess movie I was, were you watching? I don't, I don't think know. I was paying attention. I guess. Well, I don't I like, think I noticed it. Either. I've seen the movie like ten times, so it's yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. It's it's probably because I am a crazy person. I think this is time number two for me. My mom rented this when I was really young, mm-hmm. and uh, I loved it then. You and I still love it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is time number two for me, and I'm still digging it. On Aaron running around the yard, going. Aah! <laughs> it's like watching American Gladiators. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing it like it was on HBO and I asked my mom, what's this? She's like, yeah, it's some movie and prisoners get killed by this. <laughs> just whatever. And she just changed the channel. <laughs> prisoners get killed. The end. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fastest way to describe <laughs> she, it. She's mixed it up with uh, Escape from Alcatraz. But, uh. <laughs> well, my mom kind of doesn't. Really good at excri- describing things. I once asked her. She once at like um, I don't know how we were talking about metal music. I said, "Do you even like listen to metal?" She's like, "I know what metal is, like U two and stuff, right?" And oh I'm my like, gosh, that's the least metal thing. <laughs> Christian metal. Okay. I could ever think of. Spandex, spandex, spandex. Yeah, extra spandex. Everyone has a leotard. 
Day one. Yep. <laughs> I kinda, well, you know what? The only person that should have been wearing a leotard, she didn't wear a leotard when she's working out. <laughs> oh my god. There's all right, the main chick, she's for some reason working out in lingerie. You mean the all American girl, Amber. Yeah. Yes. She's working out. She's wearing lingerie and the worst I don't know, it just looked like someone had a hot glue gun and they just put <laughs> lace like tacky. Lace. Yeah, really not tacky. Good tackies can be fun. This is like, <laughs> like just horrible. Like Velcro's holding it together, like really bad. And she's working out in that, but for some reason, I guess just for surviving in this game show, then they finally get to wear all the leotards they want. Yeah, and they got them in a, they got them at wholesale. Oh. It's pretty good stuff. I want to wear them. Mm-hmm. That was great. I thought the chemistry between her and Arnold Schwarzenegger was so terrible. What? I didn't like it. What are you talking about? Yeah, there was no chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> they both got accents. The chemistry <laughs> the, the chemistry was that Arnold Schwarzenegger needed her so that he could escape to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. So, like, he... So they're just like walking to the airport, and he's just got like this like death grip on her neck, like from behind. He likes to hold people. Oh like yeah, that. I can yeah, tell. Like, the, I, I get the feeling the director was like, "Oh, just uh, act natural, act you know, like this is just any day, <laughs> right? Any day of the week." And Arnold's like, "Okay," and just immediately put his back. big meat hand behind her poor delicate neck. So the other day, uh, Sarah was. Uh, we were out somewhere driving around, and uh, Sarah asked me to put my hand on the back of her neck oh. just like that because her neck was super cold, and that's where she's got an injury there. And uh, so I had it on, on her neck <laughs> when we were in the car, which sure. is fine. Later, we got out, and we were over at the corner there, and she's like, can you put your hand back on my neck? I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, so we're standing, like, cars are driving by, and I'm like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> So, and she hadn't seen the movie, so and there's, she, she didn't know why I might have felt so like there, there was there was your real life running man experience. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Maybe her like neck was chickens. cold, and that's why Arnold did oh, yeah. it. So nice. He had like a big old grip on that. Mm-hmm. Like. I liked his his vacation getup. He had like this like white this white uh, snappy white hat on, <laughs> and like the. <laughs> the, you know, the traditional Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell he got that. White pants as well. Oh my gosh, that shot of him running in the white pants and was the Hawaiian like, shirt. I missed it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was like a Van Damme, like, butt shot. <laughs> yeah. When he's trying to escape at the airport, you know? Those yeah. pants so tight. Yeah, they were quite tight. That's <laughs> what so I'm saying. I don't think that was him running because, like, you see in the shots, he, like, holds his arms out, like, weird. Like, he's, like, like he's on an invisible bicycle. But, but the <laughs> guy who was swimming. running away was, like, ah, 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 you know, running. Like he he runs off. like he's drowning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Potentially, the, the beginning of that shot could have been a stand-in. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the, sh- the next shot after that could have been him. Because oh, yeah, I feel, and, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I feel that his pants in the, in the shot afterwards where it was him, they were a little bit looser. Yeah. Than, than, than I feel. I feel like prior. that too. I mean, I, but we don't, again, have I'm not, his butt so much, but I feel like expert. I noticed too. I'm, on this. I'm not an outsourcing <laughs> butt expert, but if I was, check out his buns. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how every word that comes out of his mouth, like, yeah, we have to get. Damn it! Don't don't do that. It's like always very like I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Guess, mm-hmm. guess who won? Oh man. Before that, before he like tries to run away with the Anita Conchita Alonso, which is a great name to say anytime you get the chance, <laughs> you should yell it out sometime uh, when somebody cuts you off. Anita Conchita Alonso. Wait, wait, Alonso. <laughs> Alfonso. Uh, Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> Alfonso Caron. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, Earlier, when he escapes with Yafet Kodo and uh, that Weiss guy. Who, yeah, when they're escaping from not prison. not really a hacker. They meet up with the rebels. Yeah. And uh, one of them's wearing a beret, so that's how you know. Oh, you know immediately. Mm-hmm. That was actually Dweezil Zappa that yeah. was wearing the beret. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Whose character's name was... Uh, I wrote that down because... Stevie. <laughs> 
So Mac and Stevie. Mac and Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, Mick, right? Mick. No, Mick, not yeah. Not Mick Mac and Stevie. Fleetwood. Mick, Mick Fleetwood and Stevie. Anyway. <laughs> Why did they want to be in this? I, I mean, well, okay. This was a fun movie. I can understand why you might have wanted to be a part of it, because it's fun. Yeah. But as a musician, Mick Fleetwood, I wonder, you know, if he was kind of like, guys, I was thinking the music could go more like this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, it's going to be like this. I wonder what the story is. <laughs> I bet he was just long as like, hey, you want us to be in a movie? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> the end. <laughs> He was wearing old age makeup, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think. I thought it looked fake, but I, I didn't. I don't know how old that guy was. I, yeah, it's puzzling. Those two musicians in this movie, very puzzling. Yeah. It's a I, puzzle. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of music to do puzzling. Like, why was what, Ice T and Tank Girl? <laughs> he was a kangaroo. It was a passion project. Uh, I love Tank Girl, don't get me wrong, but that seems like an awful random person to throw in a kangaroo. Is he in Toys as well? No. Uh, no, that's Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Oh. He's in uh, Johnny Wait, M- no, no. Uh, wait what? Uh, no, don't worry about it. I got confused. Ice Cube is in Toys. Ice T okay. is in Tank Girl. Got it. And Johnny Mnemonic. Ice? Wait, which is Ice I can't tell it. Ice, ice tea. Wait, no, it's not ice. I'm sorry, it's not ice tea. It's a uh, L. Cool J. L. Yeah, cool that's J. what I was saying. I was like, I, was yeah. I think no, I would have noticed. I would have yeah. noticed. I just went through this. I apologize. Day, so. L. Cool J. Yeah. My apologies. It's Aaron's fault. He's white. Me and Kempo would have noticed because we were just talking about how we thought Ice Cube was cute when we were oh, younger. Oh, he was damn fine. So we would have known if he was in there. So, anyways, uh, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, anyway. else, guys, we're off the <laughs> No, it is. That's a total non sequitur. It's okay. It's all right. But Ice T, I think, begged to be an actor. And I think these guys were just like. I would. I like to picture them just hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, they probably just wanted to hang out with the Austrian. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they were like all hanging out with Andy Warhol. He's over there hanging out with <laughs> Stephen D. D'Souza or whatever. His just, name is. just hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger and just regretting. <laughs> Just regretting trying to get find the exit. Maybe it was Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King was like, "I've got these musician friends that I want to get into the movie. <laughs> what do you think about that?" That's correct because that's who Richard Bachman is. Oh, did I give it away? Sorry. There are a lot of cameos by musicians in sci-fi and fantasy movies. Yeah. I'm starting to notice a trend yeah. here. All right, just wait until we get a free Jack Mick Jagger at his best. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> what'd you guys think about Killian? What'd you guys think about Richard Dawson? Are you talking about the host? Yes. The host with the most? Yes. Damon Killian. He did a great job in this movie. He 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 kept the crowd pumped. He was sleazy as hell. Uh, he knew who to call to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on the show. <laughs> yeah, um, direct line to the president's agent. Direct line. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Seems like he knew everybody and was very powerful. Yeah. He was just, uh-huh. everything in this game was so annoying that I would have just been like, the worst part wouldn't have been being killed by these people. It would have been having to go through something this annoying oh. while being killed by these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great because after he got captured, like, you know, he it immediately, well... He ran away, and we talked about his 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 cheeks as he was running away. If you don't remember, oh what? wait, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, who are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are you talking I'm about? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, you're you talking about Ben Richards? Okay, yeah, Ben oh. Richards. I thought we were talking about we're Killian. Talking about? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's fine. No, no, no. Come on. What were you saying? No, no. I'm out. Dude, it's okay. You shut up. Tell me what you're no, saying. No, it's all good. Okay, podcast is over. We haven't talked about No More Lonely Nights yet. Well, that's because it's until the end of the movie. <laughs> well, then tell me what we're talking about. We're talking about No More Lonely Nights. That was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I got was... mad the moment I heard it. I laughed and then I got mad instantly. That was another good... That That is right up with when we watched uh, The World of Flesh and the Devil. You were there with him when we watched that, right? Yeah. And at the end, it says the beginning because that was the reaction. You were like, "What? 
<laughs> and you guys all laughed when they said, no more games, or it's not a game. What does it say? I forgot. Uh, this is not a game. This is not a game. Yeah. All three of you burst out laughing. I was like, what's funny? Oh, <laughs> it's just my so, gosh. Yeah, when something, like, it starts out sounding lame, but then it just hits you with the stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life. And you can't help but laugh at afterwards, get a little upset, and just want to leave. It is it is 100% stupid. Yes, I, is. I don't... But I I know that we're going to have this in our heads, so... Yeah, it, I just... part. Watching a movie and having the lyrics actually tell you how to feel and what is happening... I think is like the biggest <laughs> F you to the audience because it's like, in case you didn't already know what's yeah. happening, we're going to tell you literally in the lyrics of this song what mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah. And it's accompanied by the most unearned kiss yeah, that I probably have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, dude. That's rough. <laughs> it's a fun movie for sure. I mean, I I think it is so bad that it's good for me. Yeah. In some places. I don't know if I'd buy it. <laughs> Aaron? I'll watch it again, I'm sure. I, I mean, I legitimately enjoy this movie. Like, I think that it is such a well-crafted, goofy movie. Like, there's not, there's not like, filler. There's not downtime. Like, like you're talking about the, the dancing and, and, and uh, all that stuff like that. It's not, like... That adds to this, like, what am I watching thing, you know? Like, and I think that's what the movie is doing is con- constantly keeping you on your toes, being like, whoa, wait, 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 what? Wait, 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 why is this guy, I feel why like, why is this guy got hockey equipment if he's Asian? What's going on here? What? <laughs> there, there's, there's some pretty cool things going on in the background in a lot of scenes, too. Like, there's people with like sunglasses with like LED lights in them. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady, when she comes home from work, she just like, she just starts talking to her appliances and they start working like coffee, go TV on, you know, and, and, you know, just really cool, awesome future stuff that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Are you ready for suffering? Yep. Woo. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, man. God rest his soul. I think he's still alive, Joel. What? Jesse Ventura's still alive. Jesse the body Ventura. Yeah. He wants to be known as Jesse the mind Ventura. No. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. He's not the Jesse I know. <laughs> Wearing his turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. His mustache was the worst. <laughs> I kept thinking of Mallrats because of that actor that was the like, yeah. guard is the LaForces and the oh, yeah. Mallrats. Yeah. And they talk about that guy, the game show host. Mm-hmm. What's his name? The, the Richard actor. Dawson? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sven Oli Thorsten, I believe, is one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's actual friends. So he's in a bunch of his movies. Hmm. No Schwarzenegger and Mallrats, though. No. Missed opportunity. I'm sure Smith tried, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was wildly entertained by this movie. It was like watching. Um, I mean, maybe everybody and everybody's already seen it. I bet, but. It was like seeing Footloose for the first time or something, but like oh, no. just in like an action arena. Oh my god! Like everything was so on the nose and like just crazy and Amazing. over the top. <laughs> I, I had a great time. Second time around, even even more fun than the first. Mm, I it was, saw. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get the tattoo. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Was... Liked, I liked everything so hyped. It's fun. Yeah. It's really fun. See, I thought the movie was very monotone for me. Whoa. Well. But what about the dancing? Yeah. I, I like that, but it was all easy listening dancing. It wasn't like... It was Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> no, I guess it was... I so disagree with you. I, I don't know. I was there and <laughs> so I was just chilling and watching them all year. Oh, wow. I so disagree with you. That's okay. I wouldn't call it like... Like, I wasn't like, oh my god! <laughs> or anything. I wasn't losing my... Over it. You should maybe, well, maybe we were watching be, a different movie then. It's because I was sitting next to Aaron and all that testosterone was blowing off of him. I know. He's getting all charged up. <laughs> That's why I don't sit next to him. Yeah. He's a menace. Don't I know it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I thought it was a pretty chill movie. Like it was. 
It is not a chill movie. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like, disagree. Well, I disagree. I wouldn't say it was a like, chill movie. It running flushes, man. It flushes you down the toilet and kicks you in the crotch. Right. There's explosions. There's flamethrowers. There's, there's, there's a lot of crotch punching and yeah. like chainsawing. And it's always the crotch they go for. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just so much crotch hits. There's at least five actual crotch hits. <laughs> and some that are just like so close, they might as well be. There's a lot of emphasis on uh, on Arnold Schwarzenegger's crotch too in that one scene, the medical scene too, where they just like have an upshot of like right between his legs when they're putting like oh yeah the, the tracking device or whatever. Well, it that is. must have been when I was out getting my laundry. Yeah, yeah. I must have been in the bathroom for that. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's or rewind the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just saying what you wanted to see? No, I'm telling you what was there. <laughs> if he wants to see the man's know. testicles, he'll look online. So, who was Anyways. your favorite stalker? Let's go around here. I like the the big freezy guy. I don't remember his name. Sub-Zero? Yeah, he's a little cuddle bug. <laughs> I like him. He's got a cute little, little face. Oh, he's, he's... Francis's manservant from Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. Yeah, I like him. He's a cool dude. He passed away in, uh, I think it was 2010. Jeez, I was I like, oh, this affects me, and I don't know if it's going to affect anyone else. I'm sad. Hey, yeah, this cool guy. He's a cool-looking dude. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. I thought he was, man, how tall is he? That guy is a he's, mountain. He seemed like it, yeah. yeah. No, I have no idea. Larger than life, that guy. Yeah. Is he the guy that was like Shredder's right-hand man in the Ninja Turtle no. movies? No, no. Oh, it's a different guy? No, okay. it's a different guy. I, I thought he was too. Yeah. So. No, that's because we're racist. Yeah, me, me and Aaron, not you. Good. <laughs> I'll let it fly. <laughs> Sarah, what's your opinion of the bad guys? We got Buzzsaw, Fireball, uh, Dingle Light Boy. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, Dynamo. Dynamo. I just remember at some point, me and Sarah both like cringed like so hard. <laughs> There's a scene where he's in the hallway, that light up guy, and he's being like, it's like they told him, be disgusting, just gross us out. And it wasn't anything that he did, per se, just the way he said things and just the faces he made. And his tidy whities No, well, that was the part where he's being really gross, he's on top of this chick, and then we start watching it. I just remember both of us flinch at the same time where they show back, and for some reason he's in his underwear with his legs open, <laughs> bending <laughs> over this woman, and it's just... Wait, Dynamo? Yeah. No, no, the, no, the, the light bright guy. Yeah, it was Dynamo. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I must have I missed that. You, you fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just everything, just right there. And I just remember just covering my face. See, you guys yeah. were you guys were saying I was a fat guy, therefore there must be a fart part a scene. That would have been the perfect part for the song, fart yeah. scene. Right I'm there. surprised they didn't add in a fart or <laughs> <laughs> split his pants. It's, yeah. it's a serious <laughs> movie. Okay. Or like had him take sandwiches out of his pockets between fighting or something really stereotypical of <laughs> movies. Do you have one? Yeah. A favorite? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. um, saw on his motorcycle. Oh, okay. I don't like the chainsaw fighting. I think that's no. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'd have to say I think Fireball because mm. he he seemed a little bit like a senior version of the yeah. bosses. Yeah. Like maybe he'd been doing it for a while. Me? The flamethrower. He's the guy I was like, why is this guy with his shirt open? They throw that flare at his crotch and light it up. Yeah. Yeah. Another crotch crotch thing. Yeah. It's like a drinking game. It is. (laughs) Anytime someone gets crotch damaged, take a drink. Yeah. He messed up. Electrocuted crotch, chainsaw to the crotch. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. It's like like, a bright, colorful, action-packed, like... Just a crazy action movie. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's okay if you didn't enjoy it because I enjoyed how many times you looked at me. Like I said, like like I had done something to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how much you liked it. You bought it. You've yeah. seen it a bunch of times. Yeah, well, this I wrote down. Is he going to fart? Because <laughs> you guys said that. I like I like a lot of the uh, other TV show posters. 
oh, this, yeah. that are, that oh, are displayed yeah. in this movie. The hate boat. Pain. Pain American style. American style. What does it even mean? And then the, the commercial where that guy is trying to climb up the rope with money in his mouth and dogs are biting <laughs> his shoes. <laughs> climb for cash. Climb for cash. Climb for cash. Yes. Oh, man. man. Tell me who Anyways. your favorite stalker is. Oh, I already, I already expressed that earlier, but uh, Dynamo again, Dynamo. because he had the coolest car, <laughs> the coolest mohawk. It looks like I can kick that just you, up to pieces. You, liked, so you liked his light bright <laughs> and his opera. And I, I don't really oh, don't yeah. understand how that the, the, the viewer could, couldn't that. choose between Chainsaw or Dynamo. Dynamo obviously would have been the choice. Yes. Do you yes. like his little tidy whities that I don't know why he wasn't wearing pants I, at this certain I can't point. tell you because you I, I, I don't remember that scene. Don't worry. I will get a picture of that and send it to you. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. I'm sure it'll... It about. was like Waterworld, but in Bakersfield. <laughs> Well, the only part that takes place in Bakersfield is the very beginning. I think they're supposed. To I be, think it's all Bakersfield because they're, they're in Los Angeles because yeah. they show that is like Blade, LA, they yeah. show that Blade Runner shot. Yep, you know, that's yeah, it. that's Bakersfield right there. That's a really cool Future painting. Bakersfield. I think it even says Los Angeles on the thing. It's Los Angeles, yeah, because because uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is known as the butcher of Bakersfield, right? So because of the incident gone. that occurred there that he tried to stop. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He uh, killed sixty babies. Not the the. Uh, Fresno alien. That's right. The butcher. The butcher. Bakersfield. So uh, you said Weiss is your boyfriend. Is that that correct, Capo? What? Weiss, the guy with the glasses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was dreamy. Mm -hmm. I like the way he looked in the spandex. Awkward and his glasses were all messed up. It's just the way I like it. His suit was so tight I could see up his butthole. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> you like that too. No, no, no. <laughs> No. I'm glad I'm not the only one to notice. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. These jumpsuits are really cool, though. They have this like kind of weird, like NASCAR driver slash yeah. spandex look Honestly, to it. No, it was more like cool running style, <laughs> like spandex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing that, uh, electricity works very interesting in this movie because uh, someone got electrocuted, got shot with electricity by dynamo. He he dies. All Schwarzenegger gets it to the foot. He keeps running. <laughs> I thought it hit him in the crotch. That was I thought that was another crotch shot. Oh, it might have. Because he was like running and it was like... Whoa. Yeah, right. I guess he's just... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had that like thinking shot to the crotch. Shot and you're to the crotch. Him. <laughs> had that nice like <laughs> cell <laughs> animated like electricity <laughs> cartoon around him. Yeah, the emperor was like... Ah, good, good. <laughs> So, yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. I taught Dynamo everything he knows. Beautiful. That's it. We were just watching. <laughs> we were just watching that video of the Karate Kid two theme with the <laughs> Peter Katera or Satera, however it's pronounced. I haven't seen that. Oh man, show notes, I'll share so it. But um, I was thinking, I want to see that last song of this matched up with clips from the movie, like. like him and Yafet Koto like looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No more lonely nights. Horrible. It's <laughs> my theme song, I think. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I walked through the door. <laughs> I wanted to play. <laughs> it was fun. It was definitely a, a fun one. I had a good time. I don't think I'd watch it again. But like, did you did yeah. you appreciate seeing it? I saw it. Would you recommend somebody else watch it? No. Even if they had a gun to their head? No. <laughs> I don't think I could do anything about that. At that point, I think you're seeing it. They're going to have to see it. They I have a gun to your head. I want to tell a lot of people to watch this movie because yeah. I feel like they have no idea. It's too cheesy. I feel like, to me, it felt really short. I was like, oh. It does go by at a nice clip. Yeah, it just kind of breezes by. And it's no no Unshin and Alu, but you know. Everyone seemed kind of, like, average to me. Like, aside from, like, the major stars, mm -hmm. like, everyone seemed like... It reminded me... <laughs> one of my friends when I lived in Washington used to say, it looked like somebody you'd see in Fred Meyer. And that's basically, <laughs> like, a Vons. Yeah. So I was, yeah. like, looking at the crowd and stuff, and I'm like, these people look like somebody you'd see in Vons. Yeah, <laughs> 
All of these elderly ladies just so excited for the oh, I violence. About that. Yeah, they were so down. excited, so They're down. <laughs> they were too down. Agnes, Agnes couldn't stop cussing. And then the part that just makes me laugh is like after a contest or after one of the viewers would choose like one of the stalkers. Like there'd be some like quick cut back to the to the to the to the uh, game uh, ga- to the you know the the in house audience and there's just just this guy piling prizes on top of the Well prize. like what happens is they pick someone out from the audience yeah. and say like pick someone if they if that person I think every time they do really bad damage the person who picked them in the audience gets like prizes and stuff for every hit. Copy of the home game. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. my favorite was whenever, whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger would like kill one of these stalker guys like the crowd would just get so just quiet. A like, moment so, of silence. So disappointed like this is the their hero <laughs> dying. Like, they were reacting to his one-liners. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> says something stupid, and they're all just like, oh. You had <laughs> no. to split. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Melissa? You had a you, you killed my, my hero. <laughs> you had to split. <laughs> I really said the line. <laughs> Not enough Arnold impersonations here, so uh Eric. Yeah. Good, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. That was the whole movie. Just do 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 I'm all yeah. There's plenty of that, that's uh-huh. for sure. So I am going to read the outro stuff and you guys are gonna think up uh very important lessons. Now I'm gonna give you the choice. You can either give me a lesson from Unshin Andalu. Or you can give me a lesson from The Running Man. Or both, if you want. I'm not that picky. I just live here. So, if you want to send us an email with a suggestion or any sort of comment, you can send that email to podcast at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or the podcatcher of your choice. Give us a like on our Facebook page, please. That's uh, facebook.com slash pdsmios. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at Outer Space Pod. And if you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star rating or a review. We would appreciate that. Thank you very much. Our next episode is Sarah's pick. Sarah, what did you pick out? I picked 12 Monkeys. Yeah, but what movie are we going to watch? Oh, oh, that's where we're going to watch 12 Monkeys. Terry Gilliam's 12 Monkeys. It's a, a house favorite here. Uh, haven't watched any of that TV series. Maybe I'll take a look at that, too, before we cool. watch this thing. But I love that movie. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, lessons. Enough messing around. Aaron, you look like you're half asleep. All right, I'm ready. My lesson for this movie, uh, the movie I'm choosing, of course, is The Running Man. Of course. The lesson that I learned from this movie is is that when you're strapped to a rocket about to be fired down a tube, um, (laughs) and the guy looks, the the guy running the show looks at you, just be sure to use your most famous line you know, or that you're known for. Because it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, That's no, no one's gonna expect it. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. No, oh, I thought you were talking about when he said Achillean. He says that in every movie, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, oh. totally. I'll be back. Oh man, I, you, I you have a lesson. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> I you, just, you learned I just, don't like. This movie. <laughs> I learned I need more spandex in my life. Oh, that's a good lesson. Yes, it is. I Very need it good. all. That hair. I need it. Especially if you're working out, it'd be much better than lingerie. Oh yeah. <laughs> gonna go all out on that. I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna find the most gaudiest color spandex. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Excited. He breaks that poor lady's bow flex. Yeah, <laughs> point two. The floor, too. The floor! That's he messed up. rips it out. To, like, prove what point? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's trying to get her to do stuff. I, because I'm going to say, please. Oh. Listen to my commands or I'll rip your bowflex out of the floor. <laughs> you didn't think I was serious until I... Yeah, no, I didn't no, know, know, that, I know that you nailed Bowflexes to the floor. <laughs> it's a new one on me. Yeah, it's a new one on me too. She works out really intensely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>
Honestly, I do think you are supposed to like fasten them to the floor. Oh, so oh. but okay. but anyway, do you have a lesson? Um, I'm going to choose Unshun Andalu. Very good. And my lesson from that is when you're cutting eyes with your lover, <laughs> remember to die in springtime on the beach. That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson. I agree. Wow, that was like a haiku or something. What's going on here? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I can learn in haikus. Uh-huh. So uh, my lesson from Unshin Andalu is... When you are confronted by your doppelganger, make sure not to turn your back because chances are those, uh, I don't even remember what he handed him, like pieces of paper that you handed him are going to turn into guns and then you're dead. He handed him sketchbooks, I believe. Sketchbooks. Because it was like, it was like his, like, um, like his desk with like his, like, uh, watercolors Mm or inks or paints or something. He just like, you know, folded up the sketchbooks real quick or the... Whatever. His notes. Yeah. Like that. My lesson from Running Man. Oh, you oh, get dang. to do two? Double I'm fisted. Do I'm going to do one. Oh, man. Is that even though it seems like a good idea to hang out with the strongest person you know, chances are they're going to get you killed. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. That's a, I mean, that's an actual lesson, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust the guy who always has to smoke a cigar. <laughs> Wears world gym mm-hmm. sweatshirt. It's embarrassing to be alive sometimes. That's what I learned. <laughs> Every other thing out of his mouth is a one-liner. Just, just get away. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Take care. aliens in the house. No, like on the roof. It sounded like a person up there, and I thought it was the like Aaron was outside. He came home. I thought something <laughs> was on the roof, and I was like, it sounds like there's a person up there. It's freaking me out. So I'm calling Aaron. He's outside with the phone. I'm like, is it the alien? Is it from the signs? Are they there? Are they clicking at you? Watch out! They could go invisible or something. And then Aaron's outside. And I guess I was freaking out. He's like, stop talking about signs. <laughs> he's running around outside at the night. Part, the part that was most frightening about the story, though, is when I ran to open the door to go home. And she locked the door. Oh no! <laughs> so I was like, "Open the door!" That's like when the that's when the horror movie kicks in. I didn't want them to get in. Oh, you guys will be okay. All you got to do is keep a, a filled super soaker nearby. Yeah, but see, we're, okay. we're you know where we're living at. It's all dry. I'm all it's perfect. It's all lined up. No, it's good to only go happen. Just call Joel's parents. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. We'll do it, man, my dad will drive over with a, a hose or something. <laughs> Long enough hose from the phone. Or faucet. <laughs> I just remember you said that you shined a light on the house, and there was a bunch of reflective eyes on the top. Yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of raccoons on our house. That's cute. I mean, it's annoying too. It it's scary. Well, he kept saying it's a possum. I was like, possums aren't that heavy. <laughs> like to make now a raccoon. Yeah, they could get big and girthy, but 